Dmitry Orlov is the NHL's first star of the week. And we're officially entering load management season for the Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked Beat. Today is Tuesday, March 7th. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. The podcast is free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube, so please do smash that subscribe button so that you never miss a thing. If you're on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. The Bruins are off on a three day stretch here between games. And we're going to talk about some load management that's beginning to creep into their practice rotations. But first, Dmitry Orlov named the NHL's first star of the week after an incredibly impressive performance over his past four games. So we know Orlov was acquired by the Bruins along with Garnet Hathaway for Craig Smith, conditional first-round pick, and other picks almost a couple weeks ago now. He and Hathaway joined the team on their West Coast road trip, uh, made their debuts against the Vancouver Canucks. Since then, uh, that game, Orlov was held pointless. Since then, he's led the team in scoring. Three goals, six assists for nine points over his last four games. The Bruins, of course, went 4-0-0. Or, four, oh, and oh. Over that stretch, they're in the midst of a 10-game winning streak. It's incredibly impressive considering the fact, again, that Orlov joined the team during the middle of a Western road trip. He started the week with a two-assist effort against the Edmonton Oilers last Monday in a 3-2 victory. Then he put up back-to-back three-point performances, two goals, One assist against the Calgary Flames on Tuesday. Then one goal, two assists against the Buffalo Sabres last Thursday. And then he finished the week with an assist against the New York Rangers on Sunday. Again, that performance led the team in scoring over the past uh, four games, which which is unbelievable. Now, not only that, he is also among the NHL's best when it comes to recording points in your first five outings with a new team. Only two defensemen in NHL history have recorded more points in their first five outings with 
a new team. And keep in mind, he didn't get a point in the Vancouver game. Harry Cameron, who? Well, he played for the Toronto Arenas in 1917-18. He had 15 points in his first five games with the Arenas. Paul Coffey in 92-93 had 10 points with the Detroit Red Wings. Orlov coming in third with nine points for the Boston Bruins. Again, only two defensemen in league history have recorded more points. The Bruins, special, historic season. They're setting records left and right. Orlov putting his name in the record books. Third in scoring when it comes to your first five games for defensemen in NHL history. Just remarkable there. Orlov, of course, has made a huge imprint on the Boston Bruins so far this season. First star of the week, beating out Claude Giroux of the Ottawa Senators, Philip Gustafson of the Minnesota Wild. It would be great to keep him in the mix the way he's playing, of course, there's going to be a ton of interest when he becomes an unrestricted free agent this coming offseason. But right now, he's proving to be an integral part of the blue line, and he's fitting in extremely well. Great to see Orlov making such a great first impression for the Boston Ruins, and they'll keep it going with the game against the Edmonton Oilers coming up on Thursday. We're going to talk about some of the load management that's uh, going on right now for the Boston Bruins. But first, a quick word about FanDuel. FanDuel is the official sportsbook of Locked On and the NBA. New customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, which is safe, secure, super easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss your chance to get your no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. The Bruins were meant to practice Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week in advance of Thursday's game against the Edmonton Oilers. They did practice on Monday. However, Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci sat out as Jim Montgomery elected to give them some rest based on what he called the seniors discount. Today's practice here on Tuesday has been canceled the Bruins instead will get the morning off and they will participate this afternoon in a pucks and paddles event. Uh, it's a table tennis tournament that has raised almost $300,000 since 2018. 
features players from the active Bruins roster, as well as some on-air personalities from 98.5 and members of Special Olympics Massachusetts. Single elimination tournament hosted by Patrice Bergeron. So the Bruins getting a day off the ice, participating in something fun. And we'll start to see more of this load management throughout the season, I'm sure. Getting some practices off, as well as missing the odd game or two. Uh, It's happening on the blue line by way of having enough healthy guys that somebody has to sit. Two people, actually, as Jakobs Borl sits quite regularly. And um, they've been rotating guys in and out with the addition of Orlov on the blue line. I want to quickly update the at or sorry, the Eastern Conference power rankings at the moment because there's quite a battle going on down past the top 6, which is pretty well set and there's not really much change atop those standings. Yeah, the Boston Bruins well in front, 103 points, 13 better than the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina does have a game in hand, but still a huge gap between the two. New Jersey remains in third, followed by Toronto, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have really gone in a bit of a slump lately. In fact, three of their top players were benched in a game the other day. They came back and lost their next game, and I think they won a whole period against the Hurricanes without recording a shot. Toronto's banged up. Ryan O'Reilly out of the lineup for a while with a broken finger. John Tavares sat out practice yesterday after taking a few heavy hits over the weekend. Austin Matthews had to leave a game over the weekend after taking a puck to the knee. The New York Rangers have lost a couple in a row. The Bruins, clearly the best and hottest team in the East. They've won 10 in a row. No other team has won more than two. This is where things get a bit interesting with respect to the wildcard race and Boston's prospective first round opponent. Right now, the Pittsburgh Penguins still in seventh when it comes to point percentage. They have three games in hand on the Islanders. They're one point back of them in the wildcard standings. Those are your two wildcard teams at the moment, the Islanders and the Penguins. I saw somebody tweet yesterday that, I think it was Jesse Pollock from Bar Down, saying that the Bruins should fear the Penguins in the first round, which is quite ridiculous at the moment. I would be personally much more, not afraid, but reluctant to face the New York Islanders. We know that they beat the Bruins in the playoffs a couple of years ago, but more importantly, they have Ilya Sorokin in net, who next to Linus Allmark, probably the best goalie in the NHL at the moment. And they're playing very well without Matt Barzal in the lineup. Now the Sabres and Senators were pushing for playoff spots. Both suffered setbacks last night. Sabres losing to the Edmonton Oilers. 
and the Senators just flat out embarrassed by the Chicago Blackhawks losing five nothing in that road game for them. So they remain four points back of the Islanders, three points back of the Penguins. And while the Senators have two games in hand on the Islanders, they have one more game played than the Penguins. So that's going to be a challenge. The Sabres, they still have games in hand, but they trail both teams by point percentage. Florida Panthers still kicking around. 531 point percentage. Same amount of points as the Senators and the Sabres, but they've played more games than both teams. We can probably rule out the Capitals, Red Wings, from the playoff race at this point. Detroit, minus 20 goal differential. They're the only team even close that has a minus goal differential. Washington, they're still kicking around. They have 68 points level with Buffalo, Ottawa, Florida. They have 65 games played, which is most among the wild card hopefuls tied with the New York Islanders. If you look at points, again, it's the Islanders, Penguins, 72 points, 71 points respectively, and then Buffalo, Ottawa, Florida, Washington, all at 68 points. It's going to come down to the wire. And personally, I'm okay playing any of these teams. Goaltending, always a consideration. A hot goalie can steal a game or two in a series, if not the series. The only goalie I'm particularly worried about is Ilya Sorokin in uh, on Long Island, I should say. I saw someone tweet at me yesterday saying, the Florida Panthers scare them if Sergei Bobrovsky gets hot. I'm not as big on, on the Panthers. Yes, they won the President's Trophy last year, but Sergei Bobrovsky... Uh, doesn't really give me too much reason to pause. Goal differential, again, remains wild. Boston, one plus 105. Next closest team is Carolina at plus 57. Again, yesterday, I talked about a couple reasons why I thought Played it a cruise while might not win the Stanley Cup. Hey, there we go. Apologies for that. Just some streaming issues. The internet being a little funky this morning. As I was saying, the Boston Bruins, the favorites to come out of the East. There are some underlying numbers that are a bit concerning, perhaps, but they've gotten better. Dmitry Orlov adding huge element on the blue line, scoring, puck movement, some physicality. Tyler Bertuzzi, I think, is going to pop off with the Bruins. And overall, looking at the Eastern Conference power rankings, they're clearly the number one team in the East. And if you look at the West, not too concerned about anybody over there. 
maybe the Dallas Stars probably give me uh, the most reason to uh, be concerned. But we'll talk about a cup check later on in the week. Coming up after the break, we're going to look at what's ahead for the Boston Bruins. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day. And you can find it on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Athletic Greens. AG1, all you have to do is put a delicious scoop in a cup of water and you can absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Pretty much all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day and you're investing in your health for the cost of less than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself and Again, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Reclaim your health, arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, the Bruins are off today. No practice. They'll be participating in a pucks and paddles event this afternoon and then gather tomorrow to take or to get ready to take on the Edmonton Oilers, an Oilers team that beat the Buffalo Sabres last night. And that of course features Connor McDavid, who is just quite simply otherworldly at the moment. The Oilers are off today and tomorrow as they prepare for that Bruins game. And Connor McDavid reaching last night, the 124 point mark which is a new career high with 17 games remaining on the schedule think about that for a second as good as Connor McDavid has been he has never been better 54 goals 70 assists he's already hit a career high in goals smashing his previous career high of 44 he's nine assists back of his career high in that regard Averaging 1.91 points per game, I believe. And he's going to smash his career high in shots as well. He's already got 288, 314 last season. So for the Bruins to have any chance of winning, well, that's not entirely true because they won the previous matchup with them last week. McDavid had two goals in that one, so they didn't contain him per se but they still won three to two to put this in context. David Pasternak having the season of his career, 44 goals, 40 assists, 
for 84 points. He's 40 points back of McDavid while sitting fourth in NHL scoring. It's just incredible. Uh, Pasternak, four points back of Nikita Kucherov in the race for third place. Leon Dreisaitl firmly in second at 96 points. Pasternak ranks fifth in points per game behind McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, Nikita Kucherov, and, uh, well, and then you have Pasternak, who's ahead of Tage Thompson, Matthew Gachuk, and Jack Hughes. Uh, So well-deserving of his recent contract extension as one of the best players in the NHL. All right, that's it for today's episode, my friends. A quick update on the Bruins. So load management coming up and a look at the Eastern Conference power rankings. I hope you're all having a great week. Have a great Tuesday. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. I'm trying to reach out to get some people on the podcast uh, to chat with me about this team. So hopefully tomorrow or Thursday that happens. And uh, until then, thank you so much again for joining me on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, your favorite team every single day.